Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Hamster Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana. And if you're like me, which if you listen to me a lot, you'll know I like to read. And I also commute a ton. So I'm constantly in my car driving. So while I'm driving and I want to be reading, I can't. So what I do is I listen to Audible. If anyone knows Audible, awesome. If you don't, well, I'm about to explain to you. <laughs> for being part of the New Hampshire Business Show community, you get a free month of Audible for new members. So if you haven't signed up before, sign up get your free book from audible and uh you know check them out and while you're driving it's a fantastic way to get some reading done while you know you're commuting every day so take take use of that time instead of sitting there listening to music which is fine every once in a while but you don't want to spend all day just listening to music when you could be studying getting better getting smarter getting better at your business you know listen to gary v grant cardone all these people that can help you with your business if you just sit there and listen to them and have some great knowledge there's a lot of fantastic things to be learned so head over to nhbusinessshow.com slash audible um, if it's not up it will be shortly because I'm throwing all this together really, really quickly and you'll get access to your free audiobook and your free 30 day trial membership so thank you guys so much and today I am welp- wel- welcoming welcoming um Chuck Tarian from Petra Insurance and Consulting. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Chris. How you doing? Good. So, everyone, Chuck's with Petra Insurance and Consulting. So, we are going to do a brief recap because he's been on the show a couple of times. He's actually makes him my most interviewed guest, which is kind of funny. <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll kind of start them there. So, tell us a little bit about you know yourself and your history, Chuck, and just uh, for people who haven't seen it before. Alrighty. Um, I actually worked in human services slash social services for 25 years. And back in 07, I was looking for something different, so I decided to get my insurance license. Mm-hmm. So since 07, I have been selling a lot of different products. Initially, I sold Aflac. That was all I sold for mm-hmm. eight years. And then um, two and a half years ago, I started adding other products. I now offer Delta Dental, which is obviously dental insurance that people can purchase directly. Uh, And the cool part about that is you can go, I have a website that Delta has set up for me so people can go there. And if they have questions, they can call me. But if they don't have any questions, they can go right ahead and sign up right on the website, which makes it kind of fun you know it makes it easier for them and if as i said if i have if they have a question they can always pick up a phone and call me or send me an email or send me a text whatever uh and then as you know i also offer medicare supplement products and i offer medicare advantage products i was working with two insurers originally and um humana and united healthcare and last year i added anthem products to the mix so people now have a variety and uh, as I tell folks when I talk to them you know it's not that when they call Humana or they call United Health or they call Anthem or they call Harvard or whoever that those people aren't professionals and they don't know what they're doing it's just they're a one-note symphony when they call me they have variety they have choice you know we can look and see what fits best for them as far as their needs uh, and that some people, the last time we talked, I was talking specifically about Medicare. I'm not going to get into that a lot this time. But there is an open enrollment period for Medicare, for, for folks who are on Medicare. 
that runs from October 15th to December 7th when they can make any kind of changes they want. But there are some products available that they can purchase year-round at any time they choose. And the best thing to do is to call me about that because, as I said, I don't want to get into a lot of detail on this. Um, and then I also offer, I just added a new product. I added VSB Vision, which is a vision product which provides eye, eye care, it provides eyeglasses, it provides contacts at a very reasonable cost. And again, you can get it personally or you can get it through a group. And I offer it both ways. So that's pretty much where I am currently as far yeah. as the products that I'm offering. I, I also am offering, obviously, life insurance and, you know, um, that type of product available to disability, individual disability products. So I'm not sure where you want to go with this as far as what specifically you want to yeah. talk about. Um, because one of the things I like to do is I like to let people know that I am available. If they have a question, they can call me. Yeah. So, okay. So, let's start from the beginning. Okay. So, we got, you said Anthem. Was it Cigna and Humana? No. Anthem, Anthem. United Healthcare, and Humana United are the three, three Medicare products I offer. Okay. So, let's talk a little bit about the differences. Because, yes, you call Anthem, they're going to know about Anthem. Right. But Anthem might not be the best fit for you depending on exactly. which system you're in or whatever. Exactly. Um, so do you want to talk a little bit about how you would kind of help someone navigate this area? Okay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to come to their house. And whether it's, you know, Medicare or any other product that I'm offering to them, I'm going to sit down with them and I'm going to look at their needs and I'm going to say, okay, let's see. We'll go back to Medicare because that's one of my specialties. Yeah. I'm very, very big with the Medicare. I'll sit down with a person and I'll say to them, okay, where are most of your doctors? Which network are your doctors in? I have people that are in Elliott, in Manchester, in the Manchester area. You have Elliott Network and you have the um, Mary Hitchcock or Hitchcock slash CMC Network. And then some people have coverage and have doctors in both networks. I'll use my wife as an example. She's on Medicare. She has been for many years. And we just switched her over to Anthem, not necessarily because of cost, but because it has the widest selection of doctors available. It has the largest network. So I'll sit down with a person, and if it's somebody who's new, who's just coming into the system, whether they're newly retired or newly on Medicare, I'll sit down and say, okay, where are most of your doctors? You know, where do you go for most of your doctors? Do you go to Elliott at River's Edge, or do you go to Hitchcock, or do you go to CMC? Or do you go to Concord? Or, you know, there's a lot of different a lot of different networks out there yeah. that people go to, and I talk to people from all over the state, so that's why you know they may go to Laconia, too. I mean, you know, it just depends on where they're living, and that's what. Then I'll sit down and we'll talk about their doctors, and I'll look them up to see if they're on their network, on the network, and if they are, then that allows us to kind of look at that network, and then we'll look at their medications and see what they take for medications, and if they need a plan that pays for more brand names or more generics, you know, and it really, it really is custom fit. And the problem is when they call a Humana or they call a United Health or they call a Anthem or they call Harvard Pilgrim or any other number of carriers that offer Medicare plans, again, as I said, it's a one-note symphony. They only have their products to talk about, yeah. whereas I have an option. I have a variety of products to offer them. Yeah. So I guess just thinking about what we're talking about, if 
you're trying to select an insurance company mm -hmm. and then you know we, we find one that most of your <coughs> stuff fits really nicely into it mm -hmm. but like we can't predict future health issues right so what does someone do when say that's the issue and all of a sudden they have a big health change and they have to go to doctors that are all out of network and all you know because these things can happen so okay. do you have any advice for, for in that type of situation within those within the different insurance plans you have hmos and you have ppos okay. hmo is strictly in network as you know mm -hmm. um and then you have ppos which have out of network benefits so if you wind up having to go see a doctor who's out of network then you're, are you going to pay more than you would in network, but you're still going to get coverage out of network. One of the advantages, too, is all of the plans that I have that I offer, if somebody is covered, I'll use United Healthcare as an example. If someone is covered in Manchester, they go to, they go to Hitchcock and they go to CMC, but the doctor says, you need to go to Boston. Then United Healthcare has what they call the passport program, which allows that person to go to any United Healthcare hospital doctor. That so it counts as being in network. So all you pay is your in network co-pays or deductibles, rather than paying all out all of the cost. And that's the beauty of having a PPO because PPOs and that's the biggest difference most people don't understand the difference the biggest difference between an HMO and a PPO is that PPOs have out-of-network benefits HMOs do not so again that's you know if you're a relatively healthy person then you buy the least expensive plan for now yeah and if you discover six months down the road oh god I I don't think this is gonna work fortunately you have that open enrollment period when you can make a change yeah so, and that's that's the beauty of the system is you can still make that change. Yeah. At open enrollment. And if you have an agent on your side, you can ask them these questions. <laughs> exactly. And the other thing, the other thing too, is there's a star system to all of these. Seeing as I know we're talking about Medicare products, in the Medicare system, every plan gets a star rating mm -hmm. from one to five. If it's anything below three, I don't even talk to people about it, to be very frank with you. Most of the plans I offer are four-star plans. If a plan is a five-star plan, and I do have a couple of those, then they have what they call year-round open enrollment. So a person can say, hey, I don't like this plan, but I like this plan. It's a five-star plan, so then I can then switch them over at any time. I don't have to open wait for open enrollment. Okay. Also, because that's a benefit of having someone that knows that. Again, it's the same thing. The key is talking to an agent, whether it's yeah. me or someone else. You want to talk to somebody who knows what they're talking. And I can't say that these people at Humana or United or any of the other insurers don't know what they're talking about, but they have a limited yeah. pool to work. To it's a very shallow pool. Yeah. Whereas I have a much deeper, much wider selection. This happens a lot with. Um, I guess in every industry, realtors right. similar. Right. You could deal with the person who's selling the house as right. a you know for sale by owner, but that person only knows about that house. Right. But your agent is supposed to be more knowledgeable about the market and then Correct. be able to help you through those processes because they're kind of walk you through the process <laughs> of bidding on a house or whatever. But it's yeah. the same thing. And the other thing too, uh, I was. I'm, going to mention now because I offer the Anthem Medicare products 
I'm also authorized to sell Anthem health insurance. Mm -hmm. And it's not on the exchange. This is Anthem off, what they call off-exchange coverage. So people who don't want to go to the exchange don't have to. And they can get the same coverages. They actually have a wider choice available off-exchange than they do on-exchange. And I do offer a couple different companies. I offer Anthem, and then I offer uh, something called Elite PPO. They just changed the name of it, and I can't think what they call it, but it's the same thing. Yeah. It's a, it's like a nationwide PPO network, and they work with local, local networks. But again, the biggest advantage in the state of New Hampshire, any plan is for the Anthem plans, because Anthem has coverage. They are on every network. Anthem is on every network in the state, so no matter where your doctor is, you can go see them. Mm-hmm. And the Anthem plans come in a high deductible, low deductible, PPOs, HMOs, even on the individual market, those things are available. Mm-hmm. So, this will be a fun one. You talked very briefly about being on and off exchange. Yes. I don't think we've actually covered this before. So, this is a no, good area so. to, <laughs> to kind of like dive into a little bit. Okay. So... <clears throat> On, I guess I'll let you explain it because I could, but I'll probably get something wrong. Okay. So on exchange, off exchange. <laughs> okay. On exchange, as you know, when they passed the Affordable Care Act, a.k.a. Obamacare, some states have their own exchanges. New Hampshire is not one of them. We are on, this, on the uh, ACA National Exchange. What that means is if you qualify, you, get, you may get a discount or you may not have to pay a premium at all on your plan. The problem is it's very limited as far as the selection goes. Now, you can go to an agent who sells Anthem, like me. (laughs) I do not do the on-exchange products. I have somebody that I refer people to for the on-exchange for a variety of reasons, but it gets very complicated when you try to do it online, which is the only way, and that is the only way you can get on-exchange products is to go to the website, to healthcare.gov, and work through that process. I can take you through the process much quicker by simply going to the Anthem website or the Elite website and walking you through the process to determine what your needs are. The only disadvantage, if you're looking for a subsidy, you're not going to get it if you're doing it off exchange. Mm -hmm. You're going to get the same coverage, just you won't be getting the subsidy. And if people don't are not going to qualify for the subsidy, then going to the exchange is not necessarily a good choice because it can be very complicated. Yeah. So qualifying for subsidy, are we talking about income? Income, yes. Uh, Your your subsidy is determined by what your income is. I don't know what the break-offs are. As I said, I don't handle handle the exchange stuff. It's just... It's too many, too many weird little rules with it that I really don't want to deal with, yeah. to be very frank with you. But I do have someone that, that can work with people, that will work yeah. with people. Right. And also, it's pretty telling for, uh, I want to say demographic, because you are going to have a demographic of people who don't want to deal with the Internet. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? And they're going to want an, an agent mm-hmm. who doesn't have to go to the Internet. Exactly. If they want to go to the Internet, they can just do it themselves. Right. Exactly. Help them through that. And that's, again, I mean, I mentioned earlier that, like, with the the Delta Dental and the VSP, I have websites that people can go to, and they're working with me, but I can walk them through that process. If somebody calls up and says, I really don't want to go to the website, 
And what I'll do is I will go out and meet with them, and we'll sit down. And I, I will actually, they're still doing it on the website. They're just not doing it themselves. I'm doing it for them. Yeah. But they're still, you know, they're still getting that personal touch. And that's, that's one of the things is when they call my phone number, they're not going to get somebody in Atlanta or Timbuktu or Bangalore. You know, they're going to get me or they're going to get my voicemail, and I will call them back. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah, I say the same thing. I, I, I talked about realtors earlier, but mm-hmm. car salesmen are kind yeah. of the same in, thing. Yeah, it actually fits pretty neatly into this category. Yeah, that you know you have someone you can talk to, like an actual person. You know, you have their direct number. It's easier than you you call that one eight hundred number and mm-hmm. you have to re-explain the story the entire time. Or exactly. Every time. Every time. Exactly, and that <laughs> it really doesn't help. I mean, I had a lady. I'll give you an example. I had a lady who bought a Medicare Advantage plan from me, and she also bought the dental plan that they can purchase through Humana. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, when Humana processed the application, they didn't see that she wanted the dental. Mm -hmm. So the middle of January, she calls me up and she says, I didn't get any information about the dental. So instead of her having to call the 800 number, I called the agent line, which obviously gets you through a lot faster. I, I went into the agent services line. I was able to get that straightened out for her, so now she has her dental insurance. But if you're trying to do this on your own, you know, you're going to call an 800 number, and you're right. You know, you're going you're gonna to get somebody different every time you call. You're going to have to explain the whole thing over and over and over again. Because even though they take notes, sometimes they take good notes, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they wind up in the system, sometimes they don't. I've had that happen even as an agent. So the personal service is what I'm all about. What what Petra Insurance and Consulting is all about is we do personal service. We don't, uh, we, (laughs) me, myself, and I, the three of us, we. uh, I feel like I'm talking in the royal, that's the royal we. Um, but whether it's the individual side or the business side, I do exactly the same thing. I do, I talk to people regardless of what it is that they need. Yeah. So. Good. I was, I was about to say something. I forget what I was going to say though. Um, oh, um, so you mentioned dental. We talked yep. about that. So, and you also, earlier you mentioned your new product, which is vision. Uh, yeah. It's VSP vision plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what that does is that covers your, 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 uh, eye exams. It covers a part of your glasses, a part of your your contacts if you need them. Uh, it covers eye surgeries. There's a lot of things that it covers mm-hmm. that are relatively uncommon, but they're still things that you sometimes need. And a lot of people wear glasses, so there is there is corrective lens benefits available depending on which level that you choose. There's four different levels depending on how much you want to spend on it, like everything else. Yeah. <laughs> So okay, so I mean, sounds like kind of a good little thing to have. It is. It? it is. Now, is that one of the ones where um, they always throw around pre-existing conditions on a lot of stuff? Like, how does that factor into getting into some of these policies? If you have a pre-existing eye condition that falls into one of the, and usually it's things like glaucoma, diabetic retinopathy, things that are pretty serious, you're not going to be able to get that. Yeah. Chances are very, very few people have to worry about that. Most people are going to qualify for something, uh, you know. And if it's something that preexisted, you may not get coverage for that, but you still may be able to get coverage for everything else. Yeah. And corrective lenses are one of those things that many people wear them. But that's when they say, you know, 
some one of the questions I ask is whether you have congenital eye disorders or if you have to wear corrective lenses for a eye disorder, which is not the same thing as wearing glasses for distance or reading. Yeah. They're three different three different things. And again, I sit down and I talk with people and we find out because one of the things I want to do is I don't want to waste their time by telling them, yes, this product is going to work and then determining that, no, it's not going to work. Because then it's been a waste of their time. They'll get mad at me and probably never talk to me again. <laughs> or not talk to you and say bad things about you. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and that's that's the thing. I mean, a lot of people, I would rather you have, have you talk to me and tell me what your problem is rather than go on Facebook and post on my on my Facebook page and say how terrible I am. Yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely. <laughs> um, what was the other one? We talked about vision, dental. Right. Yeah. Dental, Delta Dental again. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people know the name Delta Dental. Yeah. And they again they have they have coverage that's basic coverage and then they have coverage all the way up that's comparable to what you get through your employer. That's expensive, but again, it depends on what you're willing to pay for. Yeah. You know, if you want something that's going to pay for cleanings and, you know, uh, 50% of something or 25% of something, I have plans that are cheap, inexpensive. shouldn't say cheap. Yeah. Inexpensive. Because you're still going to get the same level of care from the doctors as you would from any, you know, whether you have that one that only pays for cleanings or whether you have the one that pays for braces, you know, because they don't know which plan you're on. They don't really care, you know, as long as they're doing their job. <clears throat> My wife and I have coverage with them. I bought I bought a dental policy with them a year and a half ago before I started selling the products. So I know the kind of care that you get, the quality of the care that you get as a customer as well as as an agent. Mm-hmm. Good. That's pretty cool. So, <laughs> so okay. So this, is good. this will be fun. <clears throat> I don't want to get political. <laughs> Let's not say we didn't. <laughs> yeah. So here's my little disclaimer for everyone. Uh, all views stated are not views of the companies themselves. <laughs> right. But of two individuals who are about to talk about insurance. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I think that works, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, the other side I haven't really talked about is the business side. Yeah. As far as business products, business yep. things that I do. I knew, I knew we were going to get to this eventually, so I have all kinds of information shoved into my little head. <laughs> Again, the same thing is, I am there if somebody needs me. If somebody calls me and says, hey, I want to do this, I want to do that, they're not going to get an answering service. They're not going to get an 800 number in Timbuktu. Uh, some of the things I, I offer are the same things as the individual products, except through a business. I offer small group coverage through Anthem mm-hmm. for anything from three, three employees on up to about 50. Yeah. So if it's a small business and you want to offer products to your, you know, offer insurance to your employees, there's ways we can look at this. And you don't have to have a big group. No, the rate's not going to be the same as it is for a group with 1,500 people, but, but you still have those same options available to you. Uh, and again, we offer the Elite as well as the, the Anthem, depending on what you want to do, you know, how much you're going to pay, how much your employee is going to pay. The nice thing about this with the AFLAC and the uh, health insurance and the dental and the vision is I can put a whole package together now for people, which was one of the reasons I was thrilled that I was able to start offering the, Afl- uh, the um, 
anthem. Yeah. Because as good as AFLAC is, a lot of employers mm-hmm. wanted something other than just AFLAC, which is supplemental insurance. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, they have the health insurance with the high deductibles. They have the AFLAC that helps pay those high deductibles, and they're not expensive. And it allows that person to offer that to their employees at, at minimal cost for the employer. Uh, we can also set up 125 plans, which what that is is that allows an employer to take the deductions pre-tax rather than after tax. I don't know if you know anything about 125 plans. Uh, as I said, I've been doing this a long time. Yeah, you know, I do not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not going to get into a lot of details about it, but sim- simply put, 125 plan was a section of of law that was put in back in the early 80s. It was a federal law that came in, which is why it's called a 125 plan. It's based on the number of the law. that It was a, it was a House bill that passed sometime in the early 80s, and it was the 125, and that's why it's called the 125 plan, because it's, it's a very set of specific things. Yeah. But the key, uh, there's, a, there's a lot more reporting involved with a 125 plan than there is offering after-tax products. Mm-hmm. But some employers wish to do that. They want their employees to be able to save a little bit on their taxes by having a 125 plan available. It's okay. Again, it depends on the size of the company. You know, if you have three employees, maybe, maybe not. If you have 50 employees, you might want to do that. Because there's, when you start getting into those numbers, there's a lot more paperwork involved anyway. Yeah. So what's a little more paperwork? <laughs> um, but the other, the other part of the business side that I offer, I offer team building and I offer consulting, management consulting services. I have over 25 years of experience in management. Not in retail management, but management you know, upper echelon management in the yeah. human services world, running business, you know, running organizations, running programs. And one of the keys that I have always felt with working with employees, one of the things that I always find very, very helpful is to get the employees involved. And a lot of employers don't know where to go. They don't know how to do that. They don't know how to say, how can I get my employees involved without losing control and that's one of the things that I do I come in and I'll sit down and I'll talk with the management of the company it may be a two-hour meeting or it may be a week of conference you know a week of of meetings it just depends on what the employer is looking for primarily it's usually a day or two at the most Uh, same thing with the team building team building is is um, so important and whether you have a team of three people or 3,000 people, you still have personalities that come into play. Mm-hmm. And the key is to learn to work within those within the parameters of the people that exist. Because everybody is different. Nobody is the same. Nobody goes around and does the same thing the same way. But there are certain things when you have a company you want everybody on the same page with. And that's what team building does. It helps them learn to work together through their differences in spite of their differences. And that's what the team building does is it takes the employees and it takes it usually you take them off site, you take them someplace that's not the office and you do a lot of exercises, you know, like trust. I don't, and I don't mean push-ups and pull-ups and sit-ups, but, you know, they, they go through a lot of games 
quite frequently in their light games because they're fun, but it teaches people how to work together, how to think together. <clears throat> what we had done when we had done the um, the locked room, yeah, with Gold Star, that's what team building is. You take a group of, of strange, not strangers, but people who are so totally different, and yet we all wound up working together to so, to solve the problem. And that's what team building does. It helps people work together in spite of their differences, in spite of the fact that they have different styles. That's one of the beauties of team building. Yeah. So, so I guess we can talk about team building. Sure, let's go for it. As you mentioned, it's not the military. Yes. And the military is actually pretty good at forcing you to work as a team. <laughs> <laughs> so how do businesses address that issue without going through boot camp, which is designed to force you to... Right work as a team basically is again depending on the size of the team if it's a small team of three or four or five people it's a little easier but it's also there's a lot more tension there because it's such a small team you have five different people five different personalities and they have five different ways of doing things so that's one of the reasons you do the team building you go out you take them out into the real world as it were you take them out of their comfort zone where they're used to working sort of as a team but in a dysfunctional manner mm -hmm. you take them from that dysfunctional team to a functional team they still may not agree a hundred percent but that's not what a team does a team is able to come up and they're able to build a consensus you know you, you don't have to agree a hundred percent on everything it doesn't it never works that way yeah. husbands i've been married 40 wives uh, 40 years trust 40 me wives. Yeah, 40 wives <laughs> trust me i've been married 40 years so i i know what it is to work as a team you know and we have different opinions about things but we still work together and that's what that's what the key to team building is it's you're not forcing people to uh in fact i just finished reading a book about team building recently uh and it was a management team, and they had a new CEO come in, and they had been a dis dysfunctional mess. And she took them on retreat retreats, and ultimately two people wound up leaving mm -hmm. because they just couldn't get their head around the fact that they need to work as a team. Yeah. You know, my department is more important than your department, but the, the key is to get people to see that Department A and Department B, yes, they, are, they do different functions, but one supports the other. They need they need each other to work, to get to get the bottom line, to get the the profit up, which people don't like the P word, but too bad that's what this, this is all about. You, you want your profit up, and the only way you can do that is to work together. You know, advertising and research are two different departments. They have different goals. But research needs to support advertising, and advertising needs to support research. So they need to look and see what they can do, how they can work together to build a better a, a better mousetrap, for yeah. instance. You know, to, to make their company better. Okay. And that's that's the key. So many companies don't function that way. Social services definitely doesn't function that way. Well, <laughs> we, yeah, we should say anything kind of led not on the private sector right it's gonna be very dysfunctional absolutely because of just of bureaucracy and just how things function when it comes to the government exactly. that's pretty natural exactly <laughs> exactly and that's that's one of the things people just don't realize 
And and I, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've worked at places. I, I took a job years ago working in an insurance company. This was way before I had my, my license and stuff, so I didn't understand all the ins and outs of mm-hmm. the insurance world like I do today. But there was this team that did this and this team that did that. They, this team supported the brokers and this team supported the customers, but they were like working as two totally different entities, even though they were working for the same company and their ultimate goal was to serve the customer. They didn't see that they needed to, you know, you wash my back, I'll wash yours, we'll work together, even though we're working with a different group of people. Yeah. And that's, I was there for six months and it was all I could take. <laughs> It was all I could have. I could, I couldn't stand. I, it was all I. What is it they say? I had all I could stands, and I can't stands no more. I mean, it was terrible. But so many times, and it really doesn't make any difference the size of the company, whether it's a small company or a big company. You run into that. You know, people people don't understand that in order to to have a healthy company financially as well as in many other ways they need to work together they need to support one another and what do you think that um problem usually originates from because is it like a top-down thing is it just a general bottom-up thing really depends ultimately it's up to them it's the management that creates that atmosphere because if the management is so self-focused on i'm the boss and I want things done my way, and my way or the highway, I'm not going to listen to you. It doesn't work. You need to collaborate. You need to work with people. As I said, I've run a lot of organizations from three employees up to 50 plus, and the best way to do it is to work with the employees, to find out what their needs are. Uh, you know, I, I, I've, when I first started in management, my thought was I want to be the boss that everybody really wants. Not because I want to be liked, but because I, I want people to be satisfied with what they're doing. And if an employee doesn't feel that way, whether it's, you know, the guy cleaning the floor or the vice president or the president of the company, then they're not going to be satisfied and they're not going to stay. But it can be from the top down, it can be from the bottom up, or it can just be willy-nilly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but primarily it's the message that's being sent up here. The message that's coming down from the top, you know, whether it's the message is we're going to work collaboratively, we're going to work together, but you can't do it in a, you know, in a dictatorial way either. We need to learn to work together. That's why certain companies do so well. Companies like Microsoft, companies like Google, you know, they work as, as a collaborative effort. Apple. Is another fine example of that. There, there's a lot of collaboration going on, whether it's the the secretary or whether it's the vice president. If the secretary has an idea, they have the they have the option of being able to talk to anybody in that chain, whether it's their boss or the vice president or the CEO. They have the opportunity. They they are given that opportunity, and that's one of the keys to opening communication is so that people understand that just because I talk to your boss doesn't mean I have a problem with you. It's just I know that your position doesn't allow you to do this, but the guy above you can't. You know, and that's one of the keys is you need to be able to feel like you can communicate, but most times 
management on down, it starts at the top, whether it's, as I said, whether it's the CEO or the president or the chairman of the board or whatever the position is, how they react is how the rest of the company is going to react. Okay. Awesome. So I think you were rolling right up in about a 40-minute mark where wow. I tend to uh, kind of wind, wind down. Wind it down, board, that's fine. It's good. That was, it's good because you're right, businesses tend to sometimes, you know, money is important for businesses. Right. But we're for profit. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes you forget that, you know, just because there's profits, there's people involved too. Right, right. You need to address those issues and being a good leader and, you know, from top down, you really do need to address issues when they come up. Absolutely. <laughs> or else you can get bottlenecks, you know, the bureaucracy that shouldn't be involved in just yeah. not a pleasant workplace. You're going to get Dilbert. Yeah. If you ever read the comic strip Dilbert, yeah. that's an example of a totally dysfunctional company. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> cool. they really need some team building. Yeah. <laughs> so, how do people get a hold of you? Best way to reach me is by phone, which is area code 603-851-1154. They can also reach me on my website at www.petrainsurance.info. Or you can send me a text on my phone, or you can email me at charles at petrainsurance.info. Cool. Awesome. Thank you, Chris. Cool. So thank you so much for joining me today. Again, Chuck, it's always fun. We can sit down and hang out. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, okay. So thank you all so much for listening. And uh, just hold for a second for a word from our sponsors. And everyone have a great weekend. I want you to take a minute and think about your past. Is there something 18, 20 or more months in your past that still bugs you? You know, you, when you think about it, it still makes you angry or sad or upset. Those events you haven't correctly addressed. Head to nhbusinessshow.com slash self-author and get access to the self-authoring suite. Now what this is going to do for you is kind of help guide you through looking through your past and really address things that you haven't addressed properly. Maybe you don't even realize they bug you. But take the journey. Really look back. Become a better person and be who you want to be. Don't let other things dictate to you who you're going to be. So nhbusinessshow.com slash self-author and uh, get started today.